Welcome to Americans in Germany drinking whiskey. This is Jeff. And this is Alex. Today we're going to be talking about our biggest pet peeves about living in Germany. And we'll be referring to things that affect us on a daily basis and not like these big picture politics and that kind of sort of thing. Exactly. Um, So it's small little things that just kind of like really grind our gears. Exactly. Let's get grinding away. Let's grind. This week's episode is brought to you by Koya Insurance. Now, this is an insurance company that I recommend to all expats living in Germany. You know, even if you're not living in Germany, won't really help you if you're living in the US, so I wouldn't do that, but let's move on. Yeah. Um, You know, they offer things like um, household uh, slash apartment insurance, you know, private liability insurance, you know, bike theft insurance, um, you know, uh, dog insurance. I mean, just, I could go on. There's so many insurances. I could go on. That they have. And they offer them all at uh, cheap, low rates. Now, um, apartment home insurance in German is referred to as Hausratversicherung. Nice. And it covers, you know, everything in your apartment. Now, your clothes, your furniture, your Xbox, everything inside of your apartment, you're protected against fire, water damage, theft. Now, Alex, let's say... You're off on vacation, your pipe breaks, your apartment gets flooded, and all of your camera lenses and your camera, your beautiful camera, water damage, right? Oh, man. Normally, you'd be screwed, but if you had Koya, you are covered for that damage. That's great. Uh, To learn more about their amazing uh, insurance policies with everything offered in English, the uh, policies itself, the customer service, the app, everything in English, please go to Koya.com. That is C-O-Y-A.com. How how you doing? Yeah. Doing here, here well. we are. Here we are. Episode yeah. 45. Five. Almost to 50. Almost to 50. That's, wow. that's a round number. 45 is pretty round. Also, 45 is a nice What's chunk of change. It is. It's a nice number. I'm pretty excited that we're at 45. But, um, Me too. We got some fun stuff coming ahead. And uh, we had so. a good reaction to our Christmas special. Yes. Love Christmas specials. Start off with some shout outs. First shout out I'm going to do to Kinsley Ben, who left us a a lovely review on Apple Podcasts, which we always ask all of you to do. Encourage, in fact. She and her partner have been wanting to move to Berlin, and she said she loved the podcast and found it informative, and also that she's not yet 21, so she can't drink whiskey, but she still kind of enjoys the the whiskey reviews. She enjoys the whiskey reviews regardless. That's That's very cool. So thanks. Kinsey Ben for, for checking us out. Kinsey Ben. Really cool. Yeah, thank you. Now, new corona restrictions, of course, have come through Germany right. and Berlin. You know, things have gotten uh, tighter. You know, the, the lockdown light was supposed to end end of November. Right. That is not a thing. Nope. Uh, it is now most likely end of December, into January, into March. Let's see who knows when. Um, so we're still in our lockdown light. However... They, which is kind of, in my view, kind of controversial. They've, yeah, I think it's definitely controversial. They have these hard set rules for all of December, except for starting December twentieth. You know, during the Christmas period, right. travel period, the ooh, the um the restrictions are suddenly relaxed. Yeah, and so that's not because they expect things to suddenly be safer during that time. That no. means that they're like bowing to public pressure and relaxing them just so people don't get pissed off. Yeah, which I think is not good in a public health standpoint i mean if 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 the restrictions are required for december 1st december 20th then they should be required for the rest of december especially when people will be going home to their families i mean that's the whole point merkel wants people to be able to go home and see their families for christmas i understand it germans love christmas and i mean who who, if anyone ever doubted like this shows how much they really love christmas but um 
you know, the trains are going to be full and people are going to be going to their homes and back home to work, bringing home all these contacts, other people. And I just, I don't know. I don't think it's the smartest thing to do in the world, but I also understand it. And exactly. Yeah. Like me and my girlfriend are still on the fence. We don't know if we're going to go back to visit her parents. We don't know yeah. if it's safe or not, you know, but and it's not, you know, and as you know, like we both had to make the decision to not fly back home and that was right. not an easy decision to make. So, no. so I totally understand people do not want to just give up on that idea. So we're still going to see what happens. Um, yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll see how it goes. Hopefully numbers don't spike. Maybe we'll be lucky. I doubt it, but I would love to do a podcast episode where one of our updates has nothing to do with Corona. Yeah. Be great. Going to be a while. I think another shout out to David who sent us a long email about becoming a German citizen, citizen in the States. Um, we talked, which we talked about German citizen in the States. (laughs) About becoming a German citizen as an American from the States. Yeah, lots of great information. So thank you, David, was it? Yeah. Thank you, David. Yeah, if you guys want more information about that, uh, send us a message. We'll uh, forward you what he told us. It was pretty... Yeah, yeah. He he mentioned mentioned there are some um, ways to get out of it if you can can claim that you have kind of a financial hardship because America actually costs you or, or charges you for giving up your... Like a You're, lot of money. There's like it's over two grand. Uh, yeah. A go oh, screw yourself fee. Um, <laughs> so if you can prove that's a financial hardship, you, you can get out of. And there's other ways to get out of it. So oh, what a um, he gave us some great information. Yes. Uh, okay, so uh, it, uh, we're back to Corona. Apparently, thought yes. we were, we're over. We no, did, we're not done yet. We did not organize this correctly. We did not. Um, so the federal health minister uh, projects that there will be a vaccine by January. Now. I mean, vaccines are already here, you know, like uh, Moderna and Pfizer have already have their vaccines ready. They, They're just, they have, have to get approved by the governments. Right. The UK just um, approved the Pfizer one today. Exactly. And they're rolling in as quickly as possible. And I guess, yeah, uh, Merkel said that they agreed to the vaccine and be offered to people working in the medical, nursing and care sector and that they would be the first ones to have access to them. So yeah. I probably get access quick yeah sure yeah exactly not me so, but uh yeah us normal folk will get it in due course throughout the year and but i do know germany has already set up many many they have the vaccination vaccination center like uh tegel airport is now a vaccination center yeah um they have them ready to go they just they don't have the physical vaccine yet but they're well, they're prepared hopefully soon and also speaking of places changing kit kat club the famous kit kat club here in berlin yeah uh for, the, for those you do not know it is a club that um it's pretty much like a fetish club. Uh, it's, it's a good time. It's a really fun place to go to. Uh, but right now, because people can't go clubbing and they're closed, they're now open for a testing center. So if you live around that area, Heinrich Heinerstrasse, you need to get tested. You can go to KitKat now. To be fair, before Corona, the KitKat Club should have offered testing uh, as you were walking in for other <laughs> other reasons, if you know what I mean. Fair enough. And then our last bit of uh, German news is a giant wooden penis sculpture uh, in Bavaria was stolen and this is a, a famous sculpture that many years ago just showed up and nobody yeah. knows who made it and but it came kind of like a local tourist attraction yeah it's in the uh Algau region if i'm saying that correctly and uh up the, in the alps up in the alps up in the, the mountains it's on like mountain top tops, of mountains it's a giant wiener and the police are investigating and uh but we just talked earlier uh it's i don't really know what criminal charge you'd have because somebody illegally put that sculpture there it wasn't ordered by the state or anything so and the person and nobody has claimed ownership so right. what are they investigating this this the stealing of a illegal statue like what do you what is there to charge i don't understand exactly yeah let's get started but before we get started though 
please remember to uh, follow us on Instagram at americans.in.germany.podcast. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. Um, we have our website, agdwpodcast.com, with all of our extras, our whiskey reviews and pictures and ratings. and Yes, sir. All this other great content. We think it's great. Maybe you don't. But. And there's no point in us describing it. You got to see it to believe it. it you just, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's something. And also, we'd, we'd appreciate a, um, a five-star uh, rating on Apple Podcasts if you're listening. If you there. like it. If not, then don't do that. If not, then... That's, uh, that's okay, too. Uh, later. Everybody has different opinions. So. Exactly. And also our YouTube. We also have YouTube now, so you can Google us on... Yeah, Google us on YouTube. Google us on YouTube. That is a, that's a thing that we just said. Yeah. Yeah. So I walked in today and noticed that you had some Christmas stuff up exactly over the weekend we put up our christmas decorations uh, the little christmas lights and everything we got our our christmas tree which is a bit early because usually i i'm like really against people getting christmas trees before december for me it's like december 1st is the day but we got our tree on december or november 30th or something so yeah but i'm fine with it so yeah we have a nice pretty uh, christmas tree up we got an advent gifts uh on your spiral staircase yeah, yeah tied along our staircase there and uh beautiful the season has begun yeah yeah, yeah. what have you been up to uh yeah not much we ordered our tree i think it just came in today i haven't seen it yet because i've not been home but we got a tree from this company that's sent you can order a tree they'll send it over and then they'll pick it up later and replant it into the woods which i think is pretty cool yeah very nice yeah, yeah. And, and we specifically we got a christmas tree that comes in a pot so when christmas is done you don't throw it away it can now be you put in our garden or plant it anywhere else. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you know what else we're going to plant into our livers our right now? gullet. Into our gullet is... Is a whiskey. A whiskey. A whiskey. And it's not the Kira whiskey that says right there. It is something else. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it would be that one. Did this you, is... You I do. Okay. Thank you. This is um, Starward Nova Single Malt Whiskey. And exciting thing, where is this whiskey from? We have never had a whiskey from this country. We have not. Country. Not even close, actually. No. Because, uh, because nothing is close. Well, I guess kind of close. Yeah, we have some from Asia. Yeah. Well, and it's Australian. It's an Australian whiskey. It's called Starward, and it's got a really cool-looking bottle, kind of uh, sci-fi. Um, yeah. The, it's the, got like, the, comets on there. The star, like constellations on there. Even, yeah. even the cork has little... Uh, Constellation on there. I don't know if you can see that in the in the, in the yeah, tubes. And from a distance, it actually looks like it looks Christmassy because it looks like it's it a does. bunch of snowflakes and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. actually, it's stars, so it's, it has a has a sci-fi theme. Yeah, yeah. So this is Starward Single Malt Australian Whiskey Nova, matured in red wine barrels, seven hundred milliliters, forty-one percent alcohol. And I'll read you the blurb at the end. Love it. Um, yeah, Australian whiskey. I know they make good wine, so why wouldn't they make good whiskey? True. They can make I, good everyone stuff. knows uh, Yellowtail, right? That's the standard. Uh, that is. They also make a coffee, I've heard, Australia. The country of Australia makes a coffee? Yeah. I, I guess like they're like really big into coffee, which I didn't know about at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyways. Let's crack it open. Whoa. Great pop. That was That's in our top 10. I keep, I've said that a few times, but... Whoa, daddy. To be clear, we to be clear, we do not have a top ten of uh, pops. To be clear, someday we will have a top ten, and you guys will listen to it. Honestly, if, if we haven't made one now, we're we're never gonna make one. Yeah, who knows? Ooh, look at that too. The um, the cork is actually black to at the bottom. It's a rubber and rounded. 
Yeah, it's rubber. Ooh, rubber cork. That's cool. With a wooden top. With a wooden top. Interesting. I'm here for it. I love it. Very Australian. <laughs> they, they like rubber. I heard. Let's take a take a, a, a sniff. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I like what it's given. Smell, yeah, it smells, smells all right. It's Nothing like taste. crazy. A little spicy. Yeah. But not on the throat. It was more on my on my lips. On my, I was in my lips. Yeah. Was, oh, you had that too? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Weird. But it, I mean, I like it. I don't know what direction it really is. Yeah. I will, I'll need to sip this some more throughout the episode. But so far, I am... Uh, pleasantly surprised. It's uh, it's good. It is good, Jeff. Not bad. Yeah, it is good. And finally, we have a big boy bottle. Did you notice? Did it feel big? Suddenly? It, it, it did yeah. feel huge. Um, because lately we've been having these 0.5 liter bottles. When the, the standard, past two weeks, standard yeah. is 0.7, so it's nice to get a big boy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, you know what's not big? Pet beeves. They're little, but could be big in the amount of annoyance they bring you yes on certain times now, now th- th- just real quick before we start i want to yes. mention there are two big pet peeves of ours that we will not be mentioning this episode because we've just talked about them too much and i would say that's the amount of bureaucracy in germany yeah we hate it it's annoying but we've talked about it too much so we're not gonna mention it. it and uh the second is um is how germany loves cash and doesn't use cards talk- we've talked that about that to death to death doesn't, yeah. doesn't mean it's stopping annoying. It still sucks. <laughs> we're just not going to talk about it. Right. Uh, and, and what we're going to do. So I don't even know what Jeff wrote down for his pet peeves. Vice nor versa. does Jeff yeah. know mine. So we'll, we'll trade back and forth and see what we brought up and then yeah. discuss. So uh, Jeff, would you like to would you like to start? Sure. And this is actually the pet peeve that started this whole episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. It, it peeve, the pet peeved me so much. The, the pet was peeving you so hard. That as I was... Well, getting peeved as, as, right after <laughs> right after it happened i was just so annoyed going god i hate this shit yeah um and uh, so let me set the scene okay set so, it. So for some of you who haven't been to germany close your eyes if you need to this isn't all stores but i'd say ooh, i don't know half of stores you know okay um, including grocery stores that's a store um like large what do you call them like um uh h- hardware stores like a home depot type you know yeah. where you buy lumber that sort of thing like a lowe's yeah but imagine you, you 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 walk into a large grocery store in order, you've walked in through the main front doors, and now there's a second set of doors. There's, there's these metal kind of arms with, that, with a sensor open to let you in. Mm, yes. But once you're in, those those gates close, and you cannot go back out. The, Can't get out the of there. only exit from the store is now through where the uh, the cashier lines are. Yes. Yes. However, there's not like an empty aisle in between these ca- for people who haven't bought anything. You even if you've bought nothing, you have to somehow go through this cashier line, yeah. which is so narrow that it basically one human being takes up all the space. So say you didn't buy something, there's twelve people in line. You now have to force everybody to like plant themselves against the uh, cashier thing and squeeze by, which during Corona is extremely awkward and not safe. Also true. Yeah. So anyway, so there's these stores that you enter and if you buy something you cannot leave like like they 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 create such a problem for you to leave it, it is so annoying and as somebody who i i build a lot of stuff at home i go to hardware stores a lot just to look cuz i want to see like what 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 wood's on sale what right. wood is being offered check out a tool can't afford it yeah. now maybe you want to look at it for later exactly or yeah. go to a certain store they don't have the screws i want and then like this is where this podcast started i went to leave and i look and this is a big store yeah but there's no, there's just these metal there's arms everywhere, and you can't, 
exits, and then I'm like, okay, I have to go through through the uh, casa, through the cashier line. Yes, but it's like barely two and a half feet wide, so like less than a meter wide, and it's Corona. Do I want to squeeze? But so no. So now I have to go to the to the, the front gates and wait there for five minutes for somebody to come into the store oh, to God. open the gate. Just and then I'm feeling weird because I'm like. I'm feeling like a criminal, like, oh, I didn't buy anything. This is so... But it's like, wait, no, I just want to leave. Let me leave. What is this? It's it's almost like the, the the perfect capitalistic way to make you spend money and not leave the store. It's like once you're in, you're in. And then when you're trying to get out without buying anything, it's almost like you're getting shamed. Cause, exactly. Because you're this guy who has no cart, nothing in his hands. So for one, I'm always thinking like, I don't want them to think I'm stealing something. Right. I'm just, so suddenly I'm just literally thief. trying to leave. Yeah. Like I was trying to find this type of bread. They didn't have it at the grocery store. So I'm, I'm just trying to leave now. Mm. Um, I'm not going to buy a pack of gum or something. Cause I feel like I don't want to buy a pack of gum. I just want to leave. But you know, some people have been shamed into buying just a random thing that they didn't want. Just because they felt like, weird. It yeah. is a brilliant capitalistic. I'm surprised the States done this more often, hasn't done this uh, more often. Because once you're in, you're locked in. States have done this. I would have moved away a lot longer ago because this is shit. A lot longer ago. Because, and, and of course, some of you will say, oh, yeah, there's the side gate. And you can ask the woman to open up for you. I should not have to ask somebody for permission to leave a store. Right. Okay. I, I, I feel trapped. I don't like feeling trapped. I want to be able to go. I don't like this whole it's, dance. It's my freedom of movement. And I don't want to ask yeah. somebody to leave an open air. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's 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 definitely. I like that. That that definitely peeves me as well. Super annoying, and you do not see it anywhere in the in the U.S. You have these huge wide entrances. You can come and go as you please. Nobody gives you a second look. No. And I understand that the whole point of these arms and stuff is to prevent shoplifting, whatever. But still, I want freedom of movement. I didn't buy something. No big deal. And honestly, a lot of the times, at least here in Berlin, or maybe maybe it's just the area that I live. Um, I'll be at the grocery store, like a DM or something like that, and somebody walks out and. It, you know, the alarm starts beeping and nobody does anything about it anyways. Yeah, nobody even looks up. No. So because, because usually shoplifting, because most of the time it's like, oh, somebody forgot to pull the tag off or something. You know, it's like, it's an innocent thing, you know, and, and it's it, not worth anybody's time. Right. And to check if you stole some and, lipstick. And the guy who's going through and making thing beep, you know, they always do like the quick look over the shoulder. Is anybody doing anything? No. Okay. Can I keep going now? Like, I, I beeped once. I looked back and the woman just kind of, was kind of like, just waved me off. And I was like, all right, go away. They didn't know I just stole a whole turkey, but not my problem. <laughs> but yes, that 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 pet peeve bothers the shit out of me. Yeah, I'm here for I it. I had to get that off my chest. Thank you, people, Oof. for listening to that. Do you that. feel better now? Uh, sort of. Like this, yeah. Every Wednesday is like a therapy session, isn't it? It is. This, yeah. is. this is free therapy, and you guys are all forced to endure it. So my, my pet peeve, which like always bothers me in the summer, because there's no air conditioning in this country, mm. doesn't really exist, is that there are no screens on the windows. Now... Explain to people what you mean, because in the U.S. they might or they might not quite grasp that you truly mean no screens. Yeah, and, and, and if you're German or European, you might not even know what a screen is. I don't know, yeah. but like you know, a screen is like a mesh that they have on the window, so bugs can't fly in. And here in in Germany, you open these amazingly awesome, well-engineered windows. Sure, and you just. You just you just, you're, you're outside. You are literally open to the elements. Yeah, there's yeah. no screen. Yeah, so in in the states, you have a nice screen. That allows the the wind and the breeze to come in, but yeah, none of the Bugs. moths or the mosquitoes leaves, or whatever, or whatever, leaves, dirt, whatever. And I, I just it super annoys me. And now I guess I'm kind of used to just having flies, like a house fly, all the time in my house in the in the in the, in the, uh, in the summer. Or like this summer, I, I think I had to get like six wasps out of my apartment just because they there's no screen and they just go through the window. Yeah, and it gets annoying because come evening, you like you close all the doors and stuff, and then you hear the. 
Oh my god! And then you realize, oh, there's a fly stuck in here, and then it takes like 20 minutes to get out of there. You That's know, it. it. It's like a, some big boy fly, and you're just like, please go away. And you think, you know, Germany is a well-developed country, a very rich country, great country of engineers. Just put a freaking screen in the window. Yeah, you know, if you go to Obi, which is like a Home Depot hardware store, they sell some, but it's like it's like a roll, and you have to like cut it yourself, and then glue it in, and it's like it look would look awful. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, I've I've seen them a few times in like uh, in garden houses because mm-hmm. they're like in the garden, I guess. But like we need them also in the city. There's not a lot of bugs here generally. I get that, sure. But especially in in the spring during wasp season, for those who don't know, Berlin has like a buttload of wasps uh, between yeah. I mean, May and August in our area, we don't really get any coming into our house. We mostly have flies, and luckily we have no really very few mosquitoes as well. I don't know how it is. I I live on the second floor, and these wasps are coming up there. Oh wow! Where are they coming from? Why are they flying so high? There's no flowers up here. I used to live on like the fifth floor and still got stuff up there on my balcony. So, so, so yeah, that's that's one of mine. I feel better now. Nice. Like I'm fenced about my lack of screens. It is annoying because it's not just Berlin. It is everywhere it's in everywhere. Germany. And I think a lot of countries in Europe are very similar that now that I think about it. I think so too. And the I thing think in is Austria, like, when I lived there, they didn't have screens either. Yeah. And, and I, I keep my windows open overnight during the summer because it's hot. Sure. And you want a breeze. And you want a breeze. And now... I'm always concerned there's going to be like a spider coming in or because I'm, I'm a little arachnophobic or something coming in. And little, Sorry, a little? I'm pretty arachnophobic. I really don't like spiders. I saw a big one the other day. Mm-hmm. Anyways. You didn't call me? I could have come and killed it for you. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, anyways, what's your next uh, next peeve of the pets? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. So this is one I think we've, we've, talked, we've touched on before, but it has to be said. It's... A combination of things. It's the fact that on a Sunday in Germany, nothing is open. You can't shop for groceries. You can't go to the hardware store. You can't go get clothing. You can't do anything. Everything right. is closed. Except for restaurants. Yeah. So that mixed with also the lack of 24-hour, uh, the 24-hour store culture that I'm used to in the U.S., you know. Um, it Now, of course, you know, we've both lived in Germany many years. You get used to it. You you remember, okay, to buy everything on Saturday, you know. It's, it it kind of becomes like a, a second nature of when I can go shopping, when I can't. Sure, but exactly. it's still definitely annoying. But I also, for the workers at least, I don't, I think it's nice that everyone has a day off. Yeah, people always talk about the workers. I don't think that's true. Because the thing is, you can have people doing different shifts. Some guy works three days. He just works Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Boom, he can get the rest of the week off to go to his school. Or like, but it guarantees, at least when most people in the working world always have Sundays off or the weekend off, and people who usually work retail have like a Tuesday and a Wednesday off, and at least ensures one day a week they can hang out with their friends. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But this argument is making it seem like these people are being forced to these jobs. They have volunteered for these jobs. So so if, if they go to interview for a job at this grocery store and they say like, yeah, okay, you're working Sunday, your day off is Monday, Tuesday. If you don't like that, just say no. You know, yeah, well, some some people aren't that privileged, Jeff. Some yeah. people need to have work a job. Where yeah, they but, can get. No, but but I'm saying like this is you're volunteering, so like deal with it. It's not a big deal. Like, I, dude, in the film industry, I worked weekends all the freaking time, and then I had random days off. Shit happens. I, yeah, I, I, get, I, I have very little. Uh, you're making people are making it seem like like out in the woods. There's people with like whips, like enslaving people and making them work at the work these Sundays it's like no like you just get some people who are like yeah I'm cool working the Sunday shift whatever pay them a little bit more I don't care it's just like it, it, in that case I get what you mean if the company would offer someone to more money to work on a Sunday I'd be all for it yeah, yeah. it's yeah. just and for me also like when I usually when I'm working I guess. when I'm working a job during the week 
because like I usually work pretty crazy hours. Like I'm getting home pretty late, like eight, nine p.m. Whatever. Yeah. And I have very little time to do stuff. And then the weekend's all I have. But then it's not the weekend I'll have. I'll have a Saturday to do all my errands and chores because yeah. you have that one day and maybe that one day you want to hang out with your friends or something. I guess that, that's kind of the German culture of like Saturday supposedly is called like the, um, a lot of people call it like the um, errands day and Sunday is the relaxed day for the weekend. Slash family. Slash family day, yeah. Exactly. Which is just super German to have them schedule your own weekends for you. Yeah. Like, I, what, I just, what if I want to relax on Saturday and go shopping on Sunday? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> I, I totally get what you mean. Yeah, and, um, and again, yeah. also the, the 24-hour culture, and again, you're used to that. I, I got so used to, if at 3 a.m. I want waffles, I can go get me some waffles. True. No matter, even, and I lived in a tiny, tiny city, and I could still, the grocery stores were still 20, and these are large grocery stores, bigger yeah. than any German grocery store, open 24 hours a day. You can go get whatever you want. There's restaurants open over, open, open 24 hours a day. Sure. Um, and it gets like not the end of the world. You get used to it, so it's, it's whatever yeah, it is. I mean, there, there is a Spätis here in Berlin that we talk about, but they don't have everything. Their convenience stores are, t- are 24 hours usually, but they're not, you know. Small selection. They charge up the ass, you know, yeah. three, three times as much as you would. They're pretty store. much like shops that get beer and cigarettes. They're, they're, they're like 7-Elevens basically. Yeah, you know, exactly. Which, yeah. Um, but anyways, annoying. Annoying. I, I hear you, man. Uh, my next pet peeve, which I guess is not really with Germany, more of the EU and their currency, <laughs> are these one and two cent coins. Like, obviously, in, 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 the, in the good old USD, we have one cent coins, which I think are also useless. But, you know, maybe they serve a purpose. It's yeah, but okay. We have one cent and then five cent. We don't right. have one, two, and five. Yeah, they have one, two, five, ten, twenty, fifty. It's too much. It's too much. If, if, I have, if I have one cent, I don't need two cents. I can find two can one cents. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense to produce a whole nother coin for two cents. Yeah, and, and and again, U.S. and Germany, get rid of all your small coins. Round up to the nearest five, whatever. Five cents. You, just five cents the smallest. That's it. That's only. And and also, just so people know, like these one cent coins are, are laughably small, tiny. Like, See, I mean, well, actually, the, the cool thing about all, all European and uh, euros, all euro bills are different sizes, and all the coins are different sizes, which is great for blind people, so they can quickly whatever. Right. But yeah, so basically. If, Imagine American money. If by each nomination just got smaller, smaller, smaller. By the time you get to the one, to the one cent coin, it, it is it is freaking tiny. I mean, I would recommend anyone's listening. Look at your um your nail on your pinky. It's like the size of that nail on your pinky. And imagine like fifty of those, like just swimming around in your wallet and falling and, everywhere. And, and then when you're at a restaurant, you want to tip, right? You want to give a little tip for the. You for can't the service. use them. Everyone's like, oh, you don't you don't tip with uh, with bronze. Because it's, it's, it's not uh, yeah, yeah. It's copper or whatever. It's, yeah. it's, it's a kind of disrespectful to tip with a one, two, or five cent coins. So I'm like, all right, fine. I have these coins. I can't even use these coins for anything, but they're there. And you know, you know what happens? Space. Every apartment, I'm sure your apartment has the same, has a jar or something yeah. where they throw all their one and two cents and they never get used. And this is legal tender. It's legal money. tender. Yeah, that no, that people are literally just throwing into into buckets. Like, yeah, I, have, I have a jar, and I don't yeah. do anything with that money. It's just exactly there. I mean, you can look into the corner of this room over here. You see a huge jar. There's a jar, and it's all could be like twenty euro worth of, of coin that'll never get used. Exactly. So um, I'm I'm with you. But shout out actually to which is funny our um Austra- our whiskey's Australian. Uh-huh. I'm pretty sure Australia got rid of their one cent coins. If so, yes, I. Give you that clap. 
Thank and you. then I, I, I think they melted them down <clears throat> and then used them for the bronze medals in the Olympics back in Ooh. when were the Australian Olympics in 2000 whatever um, the, nice the Sydney Olympics nice recycling Australia right I thought that was really cool like, I, I'm 95% sure that's a true story I, I hope it is because it's yeah. a great story super cool even not it's a story's a story I still like story's a story yeah anyways um, what's, what's your uh, what's your next peeve of petting yeah so uh, I have to and again maybe this is just Berlin that, that this is one of the one of the few I can't really say are all of Germany because um, I've you know mainly lived in uh, in Berlin this is lazy delivery drivers. Now, whoa! I'm hearing, whoa, I'm hearing, I'm hearing some, Jeff. I'm hearing some yelling at the screen. You're being a dick right now. I know that working for DHL, UPS, all the Deutsche Post, hard job. You are running around trying to find apartments, and especially during the Christmas season, how many boxes are you delivering per day? Hard yep. work, tough job, un- man. undoubted. Okay, but here's something. Here's something that happens to who's <laughs> yeah, ha- I hate yeah. all of you. No, 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 I don't hate all of them. This is something that's happened to me often. Now, especially uh, back when I was uh, moving and stuff, you know, you're buying a lot of maybe big items, right? Yeah. Sure. Um, expensive items. You do, you don't want to have to have them delivered to a neighbor or something. You want to like receive these items, make sure you know you get them. Yeah. So I had times, even from my job, where I knew there was a big item coming. I took the day off of work just to be there to receive this freaking item, right? Nice. I'm sitting at home waiting. Suddenly, bling, I get an email. It says, we attempted delivery. You were not home. We gave it to a neighbor. Oh. But no delivery was this attempted. This has happened to yeah. me multiple yeah. times as well. Yeah. Okay, I, I, now I, I know what you mean. I was home. My bell was not rung. See, what happens is, especially if you live on a higher floor, some of these drivers are lazy and they don't even attempt to ring your door. They will immediately give it to a ground floor apartment because they don't want to go upstairs. And I get it. You have a lot of stuff. You have to deliver. It takes time. But... Us living on a higher—I don't live on a higher floor now, but I used to live on the fourth floor. I should have the same respect as anybody living on the ground floor. I, you know, I, I paid the same two-day delivery on Amazon. Why am I always having to fetch packages from people? And maybe oh, then oh, they're not home. And then this two-day lid delivery—I don't even get the package till five, six days later because and, I can't get it from my neighbor. And you know? to be fair, I wouldn't—I wouldn't even mind going downstairs to get it. You know, if he's like, "Hey, can you come down and grab this package?" Oh yeah, I yeah. wouldn't mind at all. Yeah, sure. But there are times, like you just said, where. Um, they they'll just drive drive by my apartment building and say we couldn't come that day, or you you weren't home like uh, we or you weren't to, home when yeah. I where I was home sitting at home all day long yeah so, which means like either they just skipped me or I don't know what happened but I think they just skipped it because they have like a certain amount of deliveries they have to do a day and it's not per package or I, I don't remember how it is but there is some kind of rule in the DHL. And it's not the drivers. I think it has to do with the systemic Deutsche. The DHL is very uh, not reliable. Yeah. So how they grade who's doing what. Yeah. I've had multiple times where I am at home and it said delivery one hour from right now on the tracking, whatever. And they said, oh, we missed you. So I know yeah, but, exactly. But, you, home. but I was yeah. home. I, you didn't miss me. Yeah, I was here. Exactly. You know, and, I, and I've had times, you know, even maybe I wasn't working, but like I had things I could have been doing that day, but I stayed home specific for this one package. And then... Yeah. Oh, delivery attempted. You weren't home, so gave it to a neighbor. And it's like, come on, you did not ring my doorbell. And actually, this happened a week ago. Um, I was given a package by a DHL guy. He said, he even said, he's like, oh, your neighbor wasn't home. Could take this package for. Her. I was like, sure. He gave the package. Two minutes later, I get a knock on my door. It's my, it's the neighbor from upstairs. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe this. I stayed home to get this package. I just got an email saying 
attempted delivery, I, no ring on my door. And, and I told him, like, oh, he told me, yeah, you weren't home. He just gave it. And she was like, oh, are you kidding me? Oh, and she got Ooh, so, she got pulling her sleeves up. Yeah, she got so angry <sighs> in a very typical German way. But I get it. And, and so I get, like, okay, drivers, you have some sort of quota you have to make. It's a lot of work, whatever. But it's it, it feels quite rude when you've really attempted to stay home and then and you're, you're lied to saying, oh, yeah, we tried. You weren't there. It's like, yeah. I was there. You know, so yeah, yeah, I I hear, I hear you. Yeah. Um, and that, may, that's and super annoying. Maybe this is only big cities like Berlin. If you live in a small village, it may, probably doesn't happen. You know, because less to be delivered. So I, I get sure, it. yeah. Um, I hear that. My next pet peeve, mm. which kind of had to do with your other pet peeve of not being able to leave stores. Ah, uh, yes, is um, small grocery stores, um, which are the norm <laughs> which are the norm and and I, I don't mind small grocery stores i think it's kind of nice they're not as big it's easier to find things and i know exactly where everything is i don't mind the actual smallness of it but when it gets down to like one how they're set up like the one near me for like the nettos mm. in my opinion are not set up very nicely for finding things it's very kind of like they just shove things wherever they yeah. want but right now it, it with these small ones it's really hard to walk around with a grocery with a grocery cart because the aisles are as pretty much like in a few centimeters wider than the grocery cart. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we should mention that. So during Corona times, a lot of stores in order to, to keep track of, cause they, they can only have a maximum of a certain amount of people in the store. Right. They force you to take a cart, even if you don't want a cart. Cause, cause that way they say, okay, we have 20 carts. If all the carts are gone, we know there's 20 people, you know, that's how right. they keep Which track. Which makes sense. Smart. So everybody, you have to take a cart right during Corona times. Yeah. And sometimes it's hard and these grows, especially when they're full and like where I live, it's always really packed. Mm. It's even hard to walk around just myself, my backpack on, let alone with a cart. But then also like during COVID right now, because they're so packed in and um, you're so close to everybody and it, it, I feel really icky every time I go to the grocery store. Sure. Normally it was fine. I didn't mind it. Like, like I said, I don't mind they're small in general, but now I've noticed them more with the the COVID things that they're not any bigger and they haven't tried to make things bigger or like even spread people apart at the moment. I still feel like it's as crowded as ever. Yeah. I just feel icky every single time I go in or out of the grocery store. And um, yeah, yeah it, it, it's, it's kind of been getting on my nerves recently where if I had a bigger yeah. grocery store that was a little more spread out generally, then it'd be kind of nice and, you know, safer they and feel more comfortable. Yeah. It's very crammed. These grocery stores. I, t- I tend to, I tend to agree. I mean, our, we have a lot of grocery stores nearby, but like our closest one is, even you've been there, it's quite small as well. It's tiny. And also down the street, we have this hardware store that we use for a lot of household goods. Sure. And like the other day we went and my girlfriend popped in to grab something and came out maybe 10 seconds later and she was just like, there's, that place is too small and there's too many people in there. I do not feel yep. safe. And so she couldn't even buy what, cause it was just, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just too much during Corona. And, he, and again, even no Corona, like the one in, around the corner, I love it. It's a little nice store. We go there all the time. Yeah. But if you ever hit any kind of a rush with lots of people, it is so hard to get around. Like the aisles, like you mentioned, are really the, and, and, the width of a of a cart, and yeah. it's you're really sneaking past. You can even if without a pandemic, you're really getting close to everybody, and it's it's can be difficult. And most most grocery stores will have like what four to five registers open, if they even have four to five. Mine has one. Yeah, that's it. And mine has the one I go to has I think three. And a bunch of self checkout, but they're always, always they're always broken. <laughs> so then you have these lines going all the way down, snaking down these aisles. So I'm waiting, you know, a half hour in line to get like a can of beans. Yeah, because yeah, because maybe you need something on the aisle that the line's hanging down. But especially during Corona, you can't just go like 
pushing up against people, right? Because right, exactly, like, and, yeah. and there's no you know, twenty five items or less thing that like there are in the states. Just this is what you get. This is what's here. Either don't go shopping or deal with it. You know, it, yeah. And you know, it, it's it's not a huge like I said, it's a pet peeve. It's not a huge deal. It's a yeah, pet peeve. We're not complaining again. We're we've lived in Germany a long time. Like we're used to small grocery stores. So that, that's, yeah. So that's not a big, and actually I love it. And there are a lot of positives to it too. Yeah, because less selection, it makes things easier, which love sounds it. weird. Although when I go back to the States, sometimes you're like, oh, the selection's great. But sometimes I wander around those huge grocery stores in the US. I know. Going, it's like, oh my God, there's so much. You just spend so how much many, time. How many brands of canned corn do need to be? Yeah. I just want corn in a can. Oh, I counted 33. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I want the expensive one. It's up there. The cheap one, it's down there. Done. Yeah, Easy. In, in Germany, usually there's like three of any given thing. There's like the really cheap, shitty one. There's like the in-between. And then and there's, there's the expensive BO. one. Yeah, yeah. there's the BO, which is, which is the expensive, <laughs> the expensive one. one. And depending on your mood and your bank account, you choose one yeah. of these three options and, and you move on. And it's very easy to know yeah. which is which because it's all based on you know where they are on the shelf. Exactly. Which makes sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. There are positives uh, to small grocery stores, but I'm talking about the pet peeves and, and the I, pet peeves that like, especially right now during Corona, I'm really, I hate going grocery shopping. It's a little tight in there. It's tight. It's a little tight. I totally understand. Yeah. It's like a clogged artery. It's not fun. <laughs> Um, um, next for me would be ah German pillows. Yes. Now, many of you were like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Now, <laughs> it's it's a thing, though. Now, it is. There's there's a which we won't get into. There's a lot of bedding differences between Germany and the states. Like an actual, it's right. the, the beds here are totally different than they're used to in the yeah. states. And if you're, if you're in the states, what happens is, like, uh, you sleep on top of a sheet. Yeah. And then on top of you is a separate sheet. And then sheet. on top of that is the comforter. Right. In Germany, there is no sheet on top of you. No There's way. just the comforter. And the comforter is within a comfort. Giant pillowcase. Yeah, duvet cover, which is the sheet. Uh, anyway, so there's a lot, lots of weird differences. But so I'm used to more of the <laughs> smaller rectangular pillows. Yes. In Germany... They have these huge, and I think most of them are 80 by 80 centimeters. There's giant squares, like a giant yeah. marshmallow. So imagine, imagine like an almost three foot by three foot square, square, what? Square, mushy pillow, like that one, which I hate that pillow. Marlis uh, loves it. I'm going to grab real quick for the uh, for the YouTube watchers. Yeah, do it. Gra- grab one of those bad boys. Actually, I think both those on the right, I think might be square. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Pull that, pull that thing up there. Yes. It is a big, mushy square. Which is for like, I don't know, you, you get five of those and you like sit on them to read a book in your living room. That's not for your head. Like uh, to me, those, I hate those things. They're too big. They're too mushy. And they're, they're standard in Germany and they drive me crazy. And if you look on my side, there's a tiny rectangular pillow, which is what a pillow should be. Like uh, anyways, uh, Man, I, they, I am drive me crazy. 100 million percent with you on this one. Thank you. I, I tried getting used to them and I can't. And and the biggest part of probably is like what you said they're they're just mushy and they mold and they they like they don't take any shape. There's no support. There's like, no support. Like you put your head on it and you sink all the way through until you and feel then, the mattress. And then I feel like I have like feathers in my face. Yeah. <laughs> I can't breathe. Yeah, you can't breathe. Exactly. Um, I actually have. It's so funny you said that. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing, but it's so annoying. Um, I actually have. Um, I asked my mom. She's like, "Do you need to give us something, Chris? I don't know what it was." But um, she sent me over some rectangular pillows and pillowcases. Nice. And I've been sleeping. And I, what I do, which is great, the German ones are great to put behind that one for extra support when you lean up on the bed okay. or whatever. But your head isn't actually on the German one. It's just supporting the American Right. Pillow, I have my yeah. German one and the American one on top of it. Yeah. My girlfriend loves the German ones. And she puts her American one behind the German one. 
Wow. So we're totally opposites in that way. But yeah, like I, I am 100% with you on that one. Those pillows, they're not pillows. They're, they're useless. They're, they're pieces of trash. <laughs> Again, they're like decorative. It's like every that movie, decorative. Along Came Polly with like Ben yes. Stiller. Yeah, yeah. When his wife has like 50 deck of pillows. That's my yeah. mom. Yeah. It's like, uh, for me, it's just too much. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. It's not supporting my head. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so. doing, doing nothing for me. I, again, this, <laughs> so this might, maybe is the weirdest one for all of you to understand because if you haven't lived in Europe at, uh, or in Germany, like, sorry. That's something I'm, that's not even a pet peeve for me. I hate them. Like, they, they yeah. I hate them. I can't do it. No, awful. Yeah. If, if anything, I have to take one and like fold it into like quarters to make it thicker and like. Uh, I try to fold it in half. But that doesn't work. But it doesn't only work. And then I wake up in the middle of the night and, and again, I'm being smothered by my own pillow. <laughs> <laughs> can't freak. Oh, <laughs> like man. suiciding myself while yeah. sleeping it's awful okay what's what's your next one okay my next one is and this is my last one yeah is um again on sunday it's funny with similar ones uh on sunday and it's not the shopping thing but sunday is called ruatag which is like relax day mm-hmm. and um besides the no shopping it also means that you you can't be loud on a sunday yeah you can't do much of anything you can't Technically, you can't put your washing machine on. You can't cut your grass. You can't and do much of anything. It's actually not a, not a legal law. It's just a social contract. Well, I mean, it is in the sense that you could call the police on a Sunday and and they can make you stop doing whatever your loud thing is. So in that sense, it's it's an enforceable, even if it is, it's just like- Is a, it? Yeah, it's enforceable. Yeah. Shit. It, just, just like after on a weekday, after 10 p.m., it's enforceable if you're being loud. Or, right. Yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not the worst thing in the world. It's nice to have a day where your whole neighborhood is nice and quiet. You know, your neighbors are quiet. But, you know, like- like you said, sometimes I got stuff to do on Sunday. I have to do my laundry. I have to clean my apartment. I run yeah. my my uh, my vacuum cleaner on the floor. You know, there's stuff I want to do. It's a there's two days in the weekend, and I can't do everything on one day. You yeah. know, I'll be honest. I still do. I still wash my clothes on. Oh, a, a Sunday. we do everything on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, I don't do like I won't do construct, which is annoying for me. If I have a construction project going on, I'm building something. Yeah, all I have is Saturday. Maybe like. By the end of the day, I realized like, oh, I didn't have the time. You can't do it on Sunday. Wait one week till the next week and to work yeah, on it. You can't have to wait a week. You know what I mean? Because you can't work on it. And yeah, I mean, I get that. I don't. I'm not going to be banging on a hammer on a Sunday. That's that makes sense. But I know what you mean. There are certain things that aren't that loud, but for many Germans would be considered too loud to do on a Sunday. Yeah, and you feel really restrained. And against again, like the shopping thing, you're like, I have this. So I don't even have a, two days of a weekend. I have one day to do stuff, Saturday. And yeah. then Sunday, I have to sit still and twiddle my thumbs and hey, don't do anything. This is Germany. It's very, very <laughs> regimented, what you can yeah. and cannot do on certain days of the week, Jeff. Apparently. Yeah, but... Um, Maybe that's why on Sundays, or at least not before Corona, like we actually, we went out and did walks and did a lot of stuff just because there's you couldn't really do much inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, <laughs> exactly. Sunday's a perfect day to go out and explore the city a bit. Um, because cafes and bars are still open, so that's nice. Restaurants are still well, open. Before. Well, back. Before Corona, yeah. <laughs> Feels like eons ago. Yeah. Um, so Sundays are a nice day to, to, to go out for walks and do these types of things. But then I also watch football on Sunday, so I'm like cheering for my team because football here starts at 7 p.m. So I'm trying to cheer oh, for my team, yeah. but I don't want to be too loud either, you know, um, because it's, cause it's Sunday. So, yeah, it's kind of a pet peeve. It's not the worst thing in the world, but it's also something, like you said, all these, I think we're all, we're used to at this point. It just I, is what you, it is. You get used to it, but I think once in a while, 
you're like, oh God, this is annoying. You know what I mean? Even though yeah. you're used to it and it's just because it's just like, I just need to do one thing. It'll take five minutes, but I know it'll be, it won't be, it wouldn't be fair to my neighbors or, or maybe they, they get annoyed or, you know. To, to be fair, I did hear a neighbor drilling on a Sunday and I was livid. Yeah. I was like, hey, do a tag. Screaming skills, screaming to the wall. What yeah. are you doing? Nice. Yeah. Not good. Yeah. Anyways, uh, next, Jeffrey. Um... Let's do, yeah, so let's do Deutsche Bank. So Deutsche Bank, if you yes. don't know, it, it is, the, in fact, it's not an opinion, the largest German bank. It literally translates to German bank. German bank, Deutsche Bank. Wow, what a great name. And my pet peeve is that it sucks. It's and awful. It, it is one of the worst banks in Germany. It's, I think it's actually like one of the most like corrupt and terrible banks in the world as well. I think they've done many loans to Trump, so they've we'll done see. a lot of bad things. Now, Deutsche Bank, please don't cancel my account just yet. Um, now, but I won't go into the whole reasons why they are awful. They have bad customer service, but one of the main things is that Deutsche Bank, the largest bank in Germany, yes, even in a city like Berlin, about I don't know five percent of the ATMs will accept my Deutsche Bank card. Every oh, other, yeah. every other ATM will charge me, and I'm not joking. A three ninety nine to a four ninety nine fee. It's ridiculous. And to, get, so, to, to get your own money. To get your own money in Germany. And sometimes in the capital. And sometimes it's late at night. Like I just want to get a dinner, which is we've talked about. It. It's a German f- Berlin food, right? That costs three bucks. Am I going to spend a five dollar withdrawal fee to, to for a three dollar thing? Am I going to turn my three dollar dinner into an eight euro dinner? No, you know. But but again, this is anybody who has Deutsche Bank knows this thing. You go around to Berlin. There are millions of ATMs, but so, so few of them, I really think it's like less than 10%, will accept my Deutsche Bank card without any fees. But you have online banking, like N26 and ING. ING ING is great. You can use that card everywhere with with no fees. Yeah. It's this random online bank from the UK, and it can be withdrawn in Germany with no fees at almost every ATM. Deutsche Bank is very, very stuck in the past. I, I had, um, yeah, I, I had Postbank before, which is like Deutsche Bank, Postbank, and Volksbank. I think are all mm. in like an alliance, so you can pull out from their ATMs for free. But none of them have ATMs anywhere, yeah. so it's useless. Yeah, yeah. See, Deutsche Bank, the only place that has ATMs are at Deutsche Bank locations. And there actually Great. are not that many, even in the capital city of Berlin. Right. I have to cycle 10 minutes to get to the nearest one, whereas I have about 10 ATMs within a 30-second walking distance of me, but none of them will accept my card. And if For it, free. And it's annoying. You'll, you'll be out and about in Berlin. You need some cash. You walk around for 20, 30 minutes trying to find an ATM that'll accept your... And, and, again, and, and, and like listeners know here, you need cash everywhere in the city. So it's yeah. really, really nice to have a... A bank where you can pull out money for free. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and necessary, actually. Yeah. You should probably leave Deutsche Bank. I, I, I'm not I've, a fan either. I've been considering going to ING. And if anybody's from Deutsche Bank listening, I hope you take note of this because pe- yeah. people are li- leaving you in droves. I have a lot of friends who've been leaving in the past year or two or so because they're so tired of this lack of ATM. Thing. Yeah. And I, I would also um, recommend to people wanting to move to Germany, get a bank account. I highly recommend ING. Only online bank. It's not in English, but it's only online and... Um, they have great customer service. Um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. When I, when I, it's really, really easy to do everything with them. I, I, I really enjoy it. When I came, see, Deutsche Bank is known as being like the expat bank. They're friendly to expats and they have English speaking people, et cetera, mm. which was nice. But in actual use, just annoying. Yeah. I highly recommend ING. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's a good place to uh, to wrap that one up. Sure. Yeah. yeah. My, my pets are now peeved. 
Are yes. my peeves are petted? They are is my like, pet peeves. Is it like a pet as in a uh, little dog? Or is a pet like, I'm petting you? Pet peeves. You know, I have to look into the... It's one of those phrases that you've never really or, um, analyzed. Because it's just like you're so used to just saying it. What's a peeve? Something that peeves you is something that annoys you. Wait, have you ever said that peeves me? So yeah, it irks you, me. No, but you can. Like it's, I think it's a more an old school phrase from back in the day. Okay. In the 50s, that kind of a thing, you know? Like I'm, you can say you could say I'm peeved. Oh, I'm peeved. I'm peeved Jeff. Then I'm annoyed at you. Because pets are usually smaller than you, and they're little peeves. But you can also have a big peeve. But these aren't big peeves. These are little ones. Yeah. They're pet peeves. No, but I'm saying, but there's no phrase for big peeves. So I think pet peeves just covers any kind of peeve. No, I think it's little peeves. Like like, like you're not gonna like you're not gonna call being shot a pet peeve, right? That they're no. a, a big thing. That's so an extreme example. Yeah, no, but I'm saying like a big thing cannot be a pet peeve. Pet peeve by definition, a pet peeve is something that's just small and annoying. That, that's what I'm saying. They're pet. They're small. Right. Peeves. True. Anyways, um, <laughs> this bottle is not small. It's a larger one. Yeah, let's uh, it's maybe a, it's a little bit of splash there. I'm running out, running out on empty. Eh, you're not, but yeah. I can tell you like yeah, it. Okay. I can tell Jeff Lee likes it when he wants a little splash at the end, even though he has some left. But it was, it was. if I had taken one sip, it would have been gone. Fair enough. Don't judge me. Okay, I, this is, just to remind, Star Wars, and, and I love this logo too. Like it's written can, can you super it? futuristic. I think when I saw it, when I saw it, I the picture I saw was just the star part. And I was like, is this like a Star Wars themed whiskey? What is it, this? It's super cool. So Star Wars Nova single malt Australian whiskey matured in red wine barrels. And let me read the back to you. Whiskey character, berry, chocolate, spice. spice? Star Wars began with a simple idea, a whiskey unshackled from tradition. Starward Nova is, ele- is elementally, oh, elementally, <laughs> matured in red wine barrels inherited from Australian wineries. We refill the barrels with minimal intervention to retain the flavor, texture, and essence of Australian red wine and oak. The result is a truly unique single malt whiskey that reflects the place it is made. Mm, nice. By David Vitali, the founder, product of Australia. Thanks, David. And it serves about 23 drinks. Um, yeah. Oh, did, is that information that's on all whiskey bottles? I don't know, but right here it is. It, it probably is. Maybe have you, have you ever seen Australia? that? I th- I feel like I've you, seen it before, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know it says, it says how many drinks it serves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now, Star what do they consider Nova, a drink? Um, probably like a finger of mm. any whiskey glass. I, I have smaller glass than you do. I don't know, Jeff. I don't know what it is. Oh, one centiliter is a drink of whiskey. One to two centiliters. Okay. I'm not sure. Fair enough. Um, anyways, what... We've been drinking this the whole episode for mm-hmm. about uh, 15 minutes, give or take. What is your impression of it? Because I know mine. I'll say this. It's a good whiskey. There's nothing special about it. It's, it's not going to be in my top 10 or anything like that. Yep. Um, it, but it's a very, like you, like you said, it's a good have in your hand, keep refilling kind of a whiskey. It's 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 um, average, a little bit, I'll say above average whiskey. I think it's above average. Above, above average whiskey. Um, but again, nothing special. I, I think... Uh, what's there? I like. I wish whatever is there was like twenty percent more. Sure. Yeah, I, I f- it almost tastes a little watered down. If that sounds anything, uh, there's. Oh, I don't I, think so. That's interesting. I feel like there could be more to it, but I. So I enjoy it, but it's it's not um, my first grab off of the shelf. 
I'm going to go ahead and give that, ooh, a seven. A seven. Okay. I I like it, I think, a little more than you do. Uh, I don't find it really watery, but I get what you mean. I could use a little bit more. But what I really do like about it is it has a really, really nice aftertaste. It kind of lingers in my nose. It does. And it kind of just stays there for like like a minute. Like it's, 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 I can still taste it. It does. I've, I've swallowed like quite a while ago, and it's still ruminating it's, in there. It's yeah. really cool. So I, I kind of get a lot of the whiskey after I, I drink it. And like you said, it's nothing incredibly mind blowing or crazy special, but um, I can't I can't give it a seven. I think it's more than a seven, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give it a, a seven point seven. Oh, two sevens. Which actually, let me nerd out here. Seven point seven makes sense because Star Wars came out in 1977. Oh my god! And this is Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah, and I lo- I love, but I gotta say. The bottle's like ten out of ten. I love the bottle. It's kind, of, it's kind of tacky, Wait, but so in an awesome way. Literally, all that separates it from Star Wars is that was one letter at the end. I just realized that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that could be. Um, and Nova is also a space word, <laughs> like, like Supernova. Supernova, which is which a is star one of the most horrible movies collapsing. you'll ever see. Don't watch that movie. Don't watch Supernova. It's bad. Zero out of ten. This is very much zero out of ten. I've never seen it. But now I kind of want to watch it. No. I love bad movies. It's not one of those bad movies that's good because it's bad. It's just bad. Oh. Yeah. You'll, you'll have no enjoyment. You'll, 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 it'll finish and you'll have this look on your face. Kind of like Mark Wahlberg's Planet of the Apes. Exactly. That was Where terrible. Like, or Mark, Mark Wahlberg's The Happening. <laughs> or Mark Wahlberg's The Whatever. Well, I really hate a Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Anyways. Um, See Boogie Nights. Mark, Marky Mark's great. Marky Mark's great. He's done a lot of messed up things in his past, though. We're going to get beaten up for calling him Mark and Mark. Probably. That's what I'm talking about. This Anyways. guy wakes up at 3 a.m. to work out, so he could own both of us. <laughs> Anyways, again, thank you all for listening uh, or for watching, whatever may have you. Whatever is your vice. Whatever your, uh, however you're vibing as well. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, just to confirm. So I had a 7, you to 7.7? 7.7, 7. 7, baby. Gotcha, okay. Or 7, 7 because we're in Germany. Yeah, I think the website would be doing points. Or, I don't know. I'll have to, I I'll have to check on that. I always give we'll it 70, 77 out of 100. To talk to our IT team about that. We'll, we'll talk to our IT team see what's your doing points. Which or means Jeff in 10 minutes. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, if you like the episode, remember, please give us the uh, the review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate it. Website, agdwpodcast.com. All of our links for everything is on there. So just, you know, that that's your one-stop shop. That's your portal. That's your portal. Yeah, yeah. You go to our website. There, like on the homepage, there are icons for YouTube, for Spotify, for Pandora, for One whatever you want. Stop. Shop. Shop. Except for literally you cannot shop or buy anything at our website because we are not a business enterprise. So We are not a GmbH, if you will. No, there is no GmbHing happening here. We are just providing us talking to, into microphones. And I think right now we're talking too much, so we should probably just, you know, Let's shut, end it. shut yes. this shut this one down. Okay, bye. <laughs> It is cold as a witch's teat outside. I already said bye. <laughs> Still the best one is when you randomly went, love you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>